0: This is podcast number three for sheep and goat topics, and I am Dr. Mike Neary, Extension Small Remnant Specialist, Purdue University. On this podcast, we will cover protecting sheep and goats against enterotoxemia and tetanus. These are two diseases that all sheep and goat producers should be vaccinating for, unlike many other diseases which should be considered on an operation-by-operation basis. Vaccination programs for enterotoxemia, or commonly referred to as overeating disease or pulpy kidney, and tetanus commonly occur around the late gestation and lactation period for both dams and offspring. Enterotoxemia and tetanus can be serious diseases in sheep and goats, and with tetanus, there is an added threat because it's a threat to humans as well. A simple vaccination program that is inexpensive and effective can prevent these conditions very easily. The bacteria that causes overeating disease in sheep and goats is Clostridium perfringens type C and type D. These bacteria are normal inhabitants of the sheep or goat's gut. In normal situations, they are present in low numbers and pose no threat to the animal. However, When large amounts of soluble carbohydrates, sugars, and proteins are consumed, the numbers of the bacteria in the gut can explode in number. The end result of this bacterial population growth is the release of toxins that affect the gut and nervous system, almost always resulting in death in the unvaccinated animal. In flocks that don't vaccinate, the losses can be very high. One could list a whole slew of symptoms for enterotoxemia, but overwhelmingly, the most common symptom is just sudden death. The exponential growth of the bacteria in the gut release an overwhelming amount of toxins as byproducts which affect the nervous system, gut, and other vital organs. Death is rapid. It often occurs around lambing and kidding season to a big, aggressive lamb or kid that is getting an abundance of milk. If you have a big single lamb or kid with a mother that is milking heavily that dies within a few days of birth, it very well could be enterotoxemia. Enterotoxemia can also affect older lambs and kids and even adults. Usually when it occurs in these older animals, it is caused by the intake of a very digestible, rich feed source. Grains can cause it, but also very lush pasture as well. The main symptom is still finding a dead animal for no apparent reason. Tetanus is caused by a bacteria called Clostridium tetani. It is present in soil and manure. When it occurs, it can be very serious as it can affect humans as well as other animals on the farm. The tetanus bacteria enter the body through some wound or cut or decaying tissue. Normal management practices such as ear tagging, docking tails, castrating, can allow the bacteria to enter the animal's system. So if performing these management tasks, it's a prudent idea to make sure the animals are protected against tetanus. Symptoms of tetanus include a general body tetani. This can include muscle stiffness, muscle spasms, incoordination, and the inability to open their mouth correctly so they can't eat or drink. This is where it got the common name of lockjaw. So how do we prevent enterotoxemia and tetanus? Well, since treatment is rarely effective for either enterotoxemia or tetanus, prevention is by far the only practical method of dealing with either disease. Prevention is done by the use of an easy and very cost-effective use of a vaccine. There are two vaccination methods to use in preventing both diseases. One is through the use of a toxoid-type vaccine that confers immunity through the use of a series of vaccinations. This is probably the best method and the most effective with the longest term immunity. The vaccine covers both Clostridium type C and D as well as the tetanus. It is simply commonly referred to as C, D, and T. The way it works is that a you or doe that has had the previous series of vaccines for C, D, and T is given a booster vaccine in late gestation, usually about three to six weeks before lambing or kidding. This booster vaccine then stimulates the production of antibodies in the ewe or doe that are passed on to the lambs or kids via maternal antibodies that are contained in the colostrum. The lambs and kids then have passive immunity until about five to eight weeks of age. Therefore, if they are docked, tagged, castrated, they have protection against tetanus. They also have protection from enterotoxemia for the same amount of time. When the lambs or kids are around 5 to 8 weeks of age and their own immune system is functioning, they then would receive their first vaccine of CD&T. In 3 to 6 weeks, they will need a booster for full immunity. This booster is very important. One vaccine initially is inadequate to give a functioning level of protection. If the animal then remains in the breeding flock or herd, they only need one booster vaccine annually for full protection. The other method to use for protection is through the use of an antitoxin vaccine. These do not stimulate antibody production in the animal. In fact, these types of vaccines contain antibodies against these diseases that remain in the animal's system for about two weeks. Thus, if the ewes or does are not vaccinated for C, D, and T in late gestation, the lambs and kids can be given the antitoxin to give them a short term protection. Of the two methods, the best approach is to use the series of toxoid vaccines as it confers a longer term immunity through the life of the animal as compared to the antitoxin approach. Also, the availability of the antitoxin vaccine has sometimes been sporadic. The CDT toxoid vaccine is easily obtained from a variety of sources. Vaccinating for enterotoxemia and tetanus is simple, inexpensive, and very effective. If it saves even one animal per year, the vaccine cost will be paid for multiple times over. If you have found this podcast helpful, please recommend it to your friends. Subscribe to the podcast and please rate it. Thank you very much.